0: Heartland Rooted Plant-Based Podcast, a podcast dedicated to discussing common challenges and, more importantly, successes with eating plant-based. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan.
1: And I'm Bob. Welcome. Let's talk about whole food, plant-based lifestyle and how to incorporate that in our lives.
0: This podcast is not to replace the advice of your medical professional. Your medical professional should be made aware of any dietary changes you are making, content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and should not be used to diagnose, treat, or manage any medical condition. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Heartland Rooted Plant-Based Podcast. I'm Dr. Dan. With me today is Bob.
1: Hi, Dan. It's another beautiful day here and uh, looking forward to talking to you about uh, being tempted.
0: Yeah, the temptations. We're, we're not talking about the temptations. We're not talking about my girl. We're, we're talking about <laughs> things that come along that, that uh, you know, you really shouldn't partake in. But man, is it calling hard.
1: Yeah. You, you, this is, you're going to want to yeah. eat. You will want to eat. Um, and I'm still there. There are times <laughs> in my life when I want yeah. to eat meat dairy and eggs and i've been eating plant-based for over five years now
0: and and i want to touch too before we get just into the eating aspect of that i mean this really translates over to exercise too and and i do need to throw a big shout out to bob and a big thank you to bob because i think over this past year we've been talking about exercise enough that i've actually started exercising yeah i've been going to the y doing a water exercise class with my wife and uh, the other the other day, um, yeah. or I had a week where I had just a busy week. I was out of town for part of it, so yeah. I was not able to do the class. Okay. And I wanted to go back to the class. It was like I'm missing something. I need to do the class, and I, I think you're a big part of that. So I got to thank you
1: for that. Oh, uh, you're welcome, friend. But,
0: but that being said, when you're starting exercise, I always used to say that the door to the YMCA must be a 1,000 pounds because to get in the place is just near impossible because <laughs> you always feel great when you leave. You exercise, yeah. you feel like you knock something off, you start your day good, you feel healthier. But getting in the place must be, you know, the door is just impossible to get through.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I remember hearing a lot of people talk about that over the years, the gyms I've been in. You know, the hardest part is it's like getting ready for getting started yeah you know once you get started and and back to my you know days in various sports it was like i can remember in my my old wrestling days it was oh uh, then i gotta put on the single and then i gotta put on this Well, they're called wrestling shoes yeah. and uh and then you know you're gonna smack around and then once you start going you're into it, hey, it's great. And yeah. by the end of practice it's just it was beautiful and you had a great time.
0: But those temptations that keep you from going to to start a workout or starting to or going to the gym, I mean they're huge. Yeah. You know, you're you're getting ready to go and then the mail shows up and you're like, Well, I gotta go through the mail. I can't really you know, I mean it doesn't take much to to really derail you if you're if you're um, kind of new to the process, or if you don't really have that ingrained to where you you make it a part of your daily life, to have habit change, yeah. to have habit change. Yeah. So uh, temptation. You. So that that unhealthy food is calling. You know, the you're you're at a, a different environment, or I mean, this time of year in the fall. Um, I know people like myself who have some some uh, issues i it's called seasonal affective disorder where you you, you get the winter doldrums oh i get that yeah. i get that um but with that you get this this huge urge to just eat tons and tons of carbohydrates um really? and, and it's it's written down it's, it it happens you know and uh it, it's a huge temptation um how do you deal right. with that stuff so that's what we're going to talk about today okay so um First of all, you know, what what is the temptation? What what food is, is it that's that's really calling your name? Is it something that's salty? Is it something that's crunchy? Is it something that's sweet? Um I know in the wintertime and for me it's anything that's that's a that's a bread based product, you know. Um I try not to keep tortillas in the house because uh I'll make a tortilla and just cram anything into it and, and eat it. And then say, well, if that wasn't it, I better eat another one. And then I'll, you know, if that wasn't it, I'll better eat. It's, just, it's a cycle that, that keeps going and going and going. I think going. for me,
1: the two biggest ones the uh the temptations are the cheeses and the butters. Cheeses and butters? You know, that's, that's uh, you know, going to my buddy to a pizza place is, uh, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. You know, my buddy's sitting across the table with it. With the cheese pizza and I'm you know, seeing all these other smell the smells and um uh you know, I want to pizza uh, uh no cheese. And they're looking at me like I'm from Mars. Yeah. And, and the way the way the, the, the staff and, you, you, you know, no cheese, no cheese, no no cheese on that. Yeah. And 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 so the temptation is there to just say nope, no, no no, okay. Forget it. You know I'm off the I'm off the vegan train today. I'm going to go uh, back to the cheese tray. So those temptations will be there, and there's ways you can avoid those, but still enjoy your outing with your friends and do it. There's there's little methods, and we'll talk about.
0: And that's interesting because it it's true. You know these temptations it's different for for everybody. You know, you mentioned the pizza. That's really not a huge trigger for me. I mean, we can go to a pizza restaurant and say, hey, you know, they have a great salad bar, I'd be perfectly happy with that. Right. You know. Um the uh for me it's that can of Pringles. You know, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what 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 share of came down and develop introduced that into them to the American uh, uh food yeah. system, but uh, holy cow, that is just heaven in a can for me.
1: Um, and, and for other people, I have some good friends where it would be, you know, take them to the uh, the ice cream pastry shop, you know, yeah. and all the eggs and dairy and uh, things that go into those uh, products in the standard American diet. That that's hard for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we all have our our favorite foods that we used to eat. Or favorite types of foods. Uh, some people are big sweet eaters, some people are more cheesy salt eaters, some people are uh, uh, really enjoy those uh, potato chips. And as you mentioned, uh, so we'll all have different foods that are very somewhat mental, but once they get it in our mouth, we love them. Yeah. We love what they do for us.
0: Yeah. And like that kind of goes into what I have written down next here where do those come from? You know, where where are those triggers kind of hidden at? You know, I I've written down you know childhood memories, childhood foods. You mm-hmm. know, they're they're not all childhood foods. You know, I mean, um, Pringles were invented. I don't know what year, but prior to that, you know, people still had issues with with triggers and and, right, and temptations right. and stuff like that when they eat foods that weren't quite as healthy for them. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think
1: some of them might be just that. That's what. That's what tastes good to us. I was I was thinking at times, I, I know that my temptations are mentioned to the cheeses and things like that, right. and, and so the meats. Um, I know I had two family members as growing up. It was uh, my dad and one of my siblings. Um, they were the big uh, sugars and butters and... Cookies and dessert, people, and right. that 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 would definitely trigger them. Whereas I could look at a you know a cookie, at some times in my life, you know, and, and desserts, and just walk away. Yeah, just walk away. But put me in front of a. a a plate full of cold cuts and and cheeses and and olives and I'm like, the can you know turn it you know, they call it the tookie monster. I was a salami and cheese monster right. growing up. So yeah.
0: uh And those uh, are very powerful flavors too. You know very salty, very very and, um, fatty and you know, they 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 have great mouth feel You know, there's a lot of things going on when you eat that other than just putting fuel in your and body. I think
1: that there's some cap for certain foods or I've I've heard people say that there are certain and these are these are people that um have scientific knowledge, either they're doctors or they medical doctors or they're scientists and they've studied or they're uh nutrition um registered uh, dietitians. They've talked about on national talk show hosts, shows that, uh, and in books, how when certain foods are consumed, there's certain chemicals that are released in the body, uh, dopamines and other things, and you feel better. They may not be extremely healthy for you in the long run, but they release certain chemicals in the body that make you feel relaxed and good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that... And I know Neil Barnard, he uh, wrote a book called The Cheese Trap. And he digs into mm-hmm. that quite a bit. That, uh, um, you know, there's actually chemicals in cheese. Uh, I think he called them caseomorphins that mm-hmm. uh, actually are very morphine-like uh, chemicals and, and attached to receptors in your brain and that uh, um, are very pleasurable to eat. Yes. So yes. and you know that makes sense. You know, yeah. evolutionary wise, if you come across something that has a lot of fat and a lot of sugar and a lot of calories in it, and you come upon it, um, it makes sense that you want to eat it. Uh, but that only makes sense if those things are a rare occurrence, not like today's uh, day and age in the standard American diet where that is available twenty four seven to you.
1: Right. Yeah. You know. Because we know there's not a cheese tree. Right. But there is, uh, you know, the apple turn. Yeah. For for me, one of the biggest temptations of settings is the uh, is, is the the party social scene. Yeah. Uh, where you with groups of people, and so it is tempting because everybody else is eating that way. And you're kind of like oh, there's nothing here for me to eat. Um, I, I what do I do? Everybody's at the hors tray. Uh, they got a couple of meatballs on their plate, or they got those neat little mozzarella cheese things and covered with this crusty stuff, and they got a beer, or they got a mixed drink or a soda, and, and maybe you have the, you know, I don't know, you get the beer, but you don't have all the little treats to go with it, and you're going, oh, okay. Well, one of the ways you can do that is, if you know you're going to a big party, eat I eat before I go, yep, um, not all the time, but some of the time, especially when it first started, so you load up on rices, load up on potatoes before you go, and um but then you can still go and be social and have your have your drink in your hand, uh coffee, tea, water, whatever your fits your your particular diet and um and then uh you know if you're going to a potluck or a pot party. Uh, sometimes what we've done in the past, uh, my wife and I, is we brought our own stuff. Right. And usually if we bring a big plate of vegetables with some uh, hummus, which is, you know, a chickpea mix, we know we're going to have that. And we know there'll be plenty for us because virtually no one else the place will eat it. Yeah. And we can be happy. We can socialize. Bring your own stuff.
0: Well, the other thing you can do, too, is um, before you go, uh, and I'm talking like a week or so before you mm-hmm. go, call and ask whoever's throwing the party or call to the restaurant and, and ask, you know, is there something for me there? So that way you're not surprised. Right. You know, because sometimes you'll be surprised and you'll be, you'll get there and you say, oh, I can't eat this. You know? Right. Yeah. So I went to a, a company gathering not too long ago, um, and it was a, one of the, the bar slash restaurants, Um, here in in Bettendorf, and uh, um, I got there, and I realized that there was not a darn thing that they got for me, and they knew that I was coming, (laughs) you know, and they they knew the way I I eat, Um, and that was a little bit disappointing for me, Uh, but I should have spoke up beforehand, and and I, I assumed that they knew that uh, um, I had some restrictions as far as what I could
1: eat. And one of the things you can do on the opposite end of that spectrum, and I say opposite right now, because right now I'm in the, uh, uh, about a month away from, uh, uh, I'm about a month away from my son's wedding. Um, and we are planning the rehearsal dinner for him. And we've made it a point to make sure that some, if you do eat whole food plant based. Make it a point to have things on the on the the party you're throwing. It like can be a wedding or a party. To especially when you're gonna have mixed crowd, right? To put things out there that you know are whole as close as you can. And when you're catering, it gets a little difficult, but right. as close as you can to you know ask people to get is this whole is this is this is this vegan, and they'll usually understand have things out there that they can eat, like spring rolls and stuff like that. Right. And a lot of people will eat, uh, but put vegan options out there without putting a little sign saying vegan. And right. people will figure it out and they eat it. And uh, so remember your guests in that way if you're throwing a party to keep people from being tempted. The only thing that's out there is uh, cheese sticks and uh, – and meatballs. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, and and you know you mentioned social gatherings, but really, it, um, uh, in addition to social gatherings, just anytime you're outside of your normal environment, that that puts stress on that, makes it more likely to to give into those temptations. Right. You know, uh you recently went on a trip out east. I believe, yeah, yeah. And I imagine that uh, there was probably some temptations there for you here and there, just because you mm-hmm. weren't at home and you didn't have access to your kitchen mm-hmm. and and all the ve- fruits and vegetables and other. Things that you have available to you, you know, you're on the
1: road. Yeah, and especially when we would take some from some family places or eat with other people, and we we were treating, uh, we wanted, and they knew how we ate, but um, we would we would make accommodations. So we'd say, okay, uh, the top part came. We'd say, well, let's look at the menu. Is there something I can eat on here? Right. So, I wanted to treat my friends and relatives, but I didn't go with a place that was 100% vegan. But there was things that I could eat on the menu. Right. And that's when you also come down to, I come down to asking the, asking the staff, I eat, eat. just ask the waitress, waitress or the waiter or the matron to eat, what things... I need I need to check with the chef and see what he can do to make this vegan plant based and and most of the time they will accommodate yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. That he, temptation won't be there. Yeah.
0: Well, the, the the thing is too is is with restaurants, um, and and chefs and stuff like that, they want you to be happy. Right. Um, and if you go about it in a way that's you know ask the the waiting staff very nicely, don't you know, yell, bark at them and stuff like that. You know, they're working, they're they're trying to earn a paycheck and realize that you are making their life a little bit harder by ordering off the menu, but at the same time, be very appreciative if they're letting you do that. Right. You know, and say, thank you very much that, you know, uh, uh, I really appreciate this, you know, really lay yes. it on thick, you know, uh, because they want you to be happy because it reflects, in, you know, how they're paid. It reflects... Two, if you're happy and if your family's happy and they enjoy the experience there, they're going to come back. And, and they need people to come back because if no one ever comes back to your restaurant, it's not going to be open very long.
1: And sometimes when I'm traveling and I was on this trip in other places, it, this trip went very smoothly for me. But there have been times where I've had to say, it's not about what I'm eating. I, I think this is a mental mind game What I tell myself, right. it's not about what I'm eating. It's about the social relationship that I'm having with this person or this group at this time. I can do that and usually there's enough stuff on the menu whether it's salad whether it's may not be the most healthiest thing but it it may be it's not dairy eggs and and meat but you know, maybe I can get some French fries. Maybe I can get some salad. Yeah. Um, maybe I can get a few other items. It's about the social. But it's right. about sitting here and talking to Dan or talking to Joe or talking to Mary. It's not about what I'm putting in my mouth. Maybe for them it is. And, and people have different reasons why they come to events. But it, for those times where I was at, sometimes I've had to say over the years, this is about the people. It's not about the food. Yeah. Um, so
0: um, my... the, the traveling, another uh, um, well, with you with traveling. When I travel, uh, especially if I'm driving, one of the issues I have is there's a lot of mindless hours on the road yeah. where your mind yeah. just sits there. And and one of the ways that we sometimes kind of fill that void is with that mindless eating. You know, yes. either, either the bag eating or or uh, um um you know just snack foods
1: and that that, that is easy in the, you know doing a, going through the car on a uh a six to eight hour trip and and uh having the uh you know back in the day before plant based uh it was you know the the bag potatoes the bag of i think it i i it it was the bag where it's got like corn chips and Pretzels and cheese products, and they're all in the same bag. And man, I I would I would yeah. scarf that stuff down and eat it, eat it, eat it, and and it it it, it was partially because it tasted good, and it was passing the time. It was um yeah, but
0: yeah, it, it, I I had a recent trip here, and I don't know what the difference was, uh, because my wife had packed some Pringles in the bag, or in the car. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, pack some Pringles in the car, and uh, give me one moment here.
1: <laughs> well, one of the things I do what is sometimes is, um, and I'll make it quick because I want you to keep your, you know your wife back <coughs> in the car. I will take that bag, and I will put a certain amount on a uh, uh, in a cup on a napkin nearby in my lap, and then the bag gets wrapped up. Tossed into the back seat right. behind me, where I can't get to it until I actually stop. So we will each back there and be tempted to eat too much of something or read the bad thing.
0: Yeah, no, but I don't know what the difference was because I uh, uh, the back uh, the the Pringles were in the car and the, and the kids wound up eating them all. Um, but I didn't have the urge to go after those. Um, I had some fruit, Good. I had some fruit on the way there. Um, and we stopped at our regular stops for our, our restaurant stops. I think we had a subway most mostly. That's what we found most of the time. Uh, but I really didn't have the huge urge to, uh, really dig into that bag of chips. I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't know whether I've gotten better at this over time or whether that the, you know, yeah. Venus was in line with Mars or what, what the deal was, but, well, uh, or maybe I'm learning. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And you're bringing a memory that I have. And I love this memory because um, it was fun. One of the things I used to love to do when, you think this true, when my, my son was younger, he and I would take road trips together. Yeah. And it was father-son time, and we would go out, and we would travel. And I'd look at him a few days before we'd leave, and I'd say, where do you want to go? I remember doing this one year. And in one of the years, it was even kind of more planned. I said, we're taking a road trip. Where do you want to go? And it was literally like on the day, we knew we were going to take the road trip. So he got to pick the place. He got to pick the state. Computers were still there. I figured out, you know, where to where I was going to stay, one of the first things we did is we stopped by a a convenience store, we loaded up on road trip trip food, everything from, uh, you know, beef uh, strips to cheese strips to bags of potato chips. Right. And he was in his heyday, and I was in my heyday. Yeah. And and so what do I do now? I I, I haven't changed. Right. He's, of course, a grown man, so we have we could take a road trip, but now when my wife and I go on trips, we replace the bag food with we, we pack a bunch of vegetables. Right. And we pack a bunch of hummus. So replace those things to avoid the temptation. Form new habits, pack your vegetables, pack your fruits. in the summertime it's a lot easier if you travel in the summer to fall to spring stop at the road stop eat your eat your vegetables some of this stuff you can still eat in the car and and change your habits yeah
0: all right so uh oh the the i deserve this mentality i deserve this
1: yeah. i deserve this because i worked hard yeah uh, i deserve this because I oh, I deserve it because I got a promotion or I got accepted at this new job or accepted to the college or whatever.
0: Well, I think the two that I deserve. It's my birthday. Because, you know, when you're eating whole food plant based, a lot of times you get stuck in that. Well, I'm denying myself stuff. Yeah. And uh, you know, you're doing well, you're following all your Ps and Q's, you got your cholesterol yeah. numbers back, they look great. And uh, you know, you just you just wanna go out and eat the pizza. Well, you know, I right. deserve this. You know. Um it uh is that good or is it bad? I don't know. You know, it uh um as long as it doesn't turn into a tailspin or turn into a thing that becomes a habit. Yeah. You know, um, because you can deserve stuff every day. That's true. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I wasn't
1: thinking exactly the same thing. I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. It, it is a, I deserve this. I can mentally understand why I put, and I've been, through that. I've said, you know, this is, I want this. I want to eat something that's non plant-based. Right. And I go in and eat it. Um, but I didn't have to, yeah it was a it was a choice, but you can tell yourself no you if you want to eat it, you want to eat it, but don't try not to get into that mindset that I deserve it right um makes a lot of sense to me right i I think of one where yeah I call it the the mom visit right uh, when my mom. Uh, when I visited my mom, she lived a number of miles of, you know, a number of states away from where I lived, 1,600 miles. And I, I'd go visit her, you know, a number of times a year. And she, before eating plants, she would always cook all my favorite meals for me that when I grew up that she had prepared for her family. Um, and some of them just related to me and my style of eating. And I remember when I really started to eat, both healthy and especially once I started eating eat plants. I I remember one trip in particular when I went up and said, Mom, I love you very much. And this is how I handled it. The temptation was to say, Okay, yeah, 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 I I I'll take that meal. Or the right. temptation I don't know if call it temptation, but it was like, I can't I can't, I can't say no to her. Right. Um and so I said, Mom, I love you. You're great. I thank you for cooking. I just eat different. Yeah, and we're going to have a great time, but I'm going to go down to the grocery store. I'm going to buy a bunch of food, and I'm going to eat that. And and that's okay. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. So I reassured her, and she was getting a little older at that time, so it wasn't like I was talking to a 65-year-old mom when I was in my 40s. She was well into her 80s at that time, right. up Upper 80s. And she accepted it, and we moved on. Yeah. So you, you, that's one way. Just be, just be honest with people. Yeah, um, can help with some of those temptations, so you don't get the food, for, for, you know, set in front of you in the right. morning. Um, because if you don't say something to your friends, and relatives, and nicely about them, and you are visiting them, then you're going to wake up. They're going to have gotten up at five a.m., <laughs> made this big, beautiful breakfast for you, and it's going to be real hard. And it smells good. And you got the bacon and the eggs and the pancakes. Oh, man, it smells like a Waffle House. Right. And it's going to be real hard mentally not to hurt their feelings. And two, from how good it tastes, so, you know, I, I, I'm i not going to eat that. I, in fact, I brought my own uh, cereal mix here. Um, so thank you very much, but not this morning. Yeah. So you got to be honest with your friends and family and relatives about how you eat. So they don't do things, especially when you're staying with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, I have written down here uh, as far as when you're, you're presented with those temptations, obviously there's some decision making that has to happen. Um, You know, what, what do you do? You know, do you, you mentioned uh, first time uh, earlier that if you can anticipate some of these these things happening, you can always prepare for them ahead of time. Right, right. You know, that that's always a great strategy. Uh, but the thing about surprises and the things about things that are unexpected is they're unexpected. Um, right. You don't see them coming. So uh, when you get in those situations where you know you go visit with your your uh, aunt or great aunt and she brings out the the cheesecake. That uh, you're like, oh my lord! I kind of remember that cheesecake when I was little, and I would, uh, I, 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 I really, really want a piece of that cheesecake. You know what do you do? Um, it, it's hitting all those memories and all those triggers in your brain that are saying it would just be the most pleasurable thing that I could do to eat this 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 cheesecake.
1: I I think I've done a couple of things yeah. um, that I can remember over the years. um wasn't exactly always with families, but with groups of people. And the people were very nice. Like you took to your aunt and you remember you did. And the people were very, very nice. And I can remember people coming to my office. And they were nice people when I worked in an office setting. Right. And everybody else did. And they'd come by my office or my cubicle and they'd say, hey, I made these wonderful Cookies, and the cookies, of course, I knew were made out of dairy and eggs. And then I'd say, thank you very much. They are just wonderful. I really, really appreciate it. And most of the time, they'd leave. Some of the time, they'd stay around. So not to hear my feeling, and though I was not going to go to Vegan per- Purgatory, I, I would take a bite. And then I'd set them aside and they'd go on their way down the hallway. Okay. And then after they were left, the rest of the cookies were disposed of in the trash receptacle. Okay. No one else was going to eat those cookies. So I wasn't damaging the world forever. They were happy. I was happy. And I didn't kill myself in the process. Yeah. Did I not eat plant based for that moment? Yes. But then again, This is my fruit. I have been well into my plant-based life. If you're just starting out, you have that temptation. You could say, thank you very much. You could, an option be, you take it, you know, and and you want to taste it right now. I'd love to, but you could say, thank you, but I got to do this work for something like that. That could be an option. And, you know, some people don't, aren't comfortable with not saying exactly the truth all the time. And then you can say, I love to. These are great. I really appreciate it. But I've started a new eating, and I'm just I'm, – I'm, I'm, I have some changes in my diet right now. But thank you so much. You know,
0: that's a strategy I didn't even think about that, you know, the – you know, I imagine – you know there's a theoretical thing with right, ant, the right. cheesecake. But theoretic uh, – uh, the uh, – if you said, you know, I don't eat this way anymore, I don't do any dairy or eggs, and this has both dairy and eggs in it, but I really want to try it. Can I just have a bite? Yeah. And, and I bet they would be over, over, overjoyed to give you a bite of something that they knew you could right. was totally forbidden. Your, well, I don't say they, they'd be happy to give you something that you know you don't eat, but they would be happy that you'd say, you know, I, I really appreciate what you, you made. I, it looks fantastic. I do want to experience it, but I don't want to eat a lot of it, you know, I think they would feel very touched about that.
1: And, and, and and let's say something a little bit different. You got a temptation, but the difference would be if I were a person that had um, gone to see my doctor and he had told me you have 85% blockage in your arteries. Right. And he said to me, or she said to me, Bob, uh, they were a, an integrated medicine whole food plant based nutritional doctor and they said Bob if you want to cure yourself of this one way to do it and I highly recommend it is you go whole food plant based. Right. And you said, Yeah, a lot of people in my family have died and they've ate the same way. I'm gonna do this. And right. you know this is working, then just say my doctor I've talked to my doctor, right. my doctor has recommended to me that for right now for for my health um and this the diet he has gone, you don't need to get to specifics he 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 wants me to eat something different, yeah, you don't owe them that answer, but if you want to, you could say that to him, yeah. and I think most reasonable, sound people would accept that, right, and if they don't, they're not worth you talking to anyway,
0: yeah, oh, um. Most recently, around Halloween time, Mm -hmm. um, I finished with my exercise class and getting out of the pool, you know, our instructor is is standing there with a a pail with with dove chocolates in it. (laughs) And uh, and, and for me, chocolate's not a big thing. Right, right. right. Um, But it's an instructor that I know very well and uh, from, from, um, I believe it, from Tai Chi class. Oh, good. And, uh, and, uh, she said, well, you can have chocolate. I said, well, you know, chocolate has milk in it. She goes, oh, there's dark chocolate in it here. Well, I've been at this. I explained to her, I've been at this long enough. I know which chocolates have milk in them, which don't. Dove chocolate has, even the dark chocolate has milk in it. So I said, I, I can't really partake in that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was understanding, but you could tell she was a little disappointed. Right. Because you know? it is a way people like to share things. And, uh, um. I don't know what the correct answer there is, you know? it's It's not
1: something, if the person is normal. Right. That's offering this. It's going to be temporary. Right. The next time you meet with them, if they're, I'm talking, I would have to tell myself this or if anybody else is dealing with this problem, think this way. If that person that offers you that food, if they're a normal, rational human being, right. the next time you meet with them, they're long-forgotten about you not wanting to eat the candy they offered you. Um, and if they don't, again, there's something wrong with them, not with you. Right. Um, you're, you're
0: absolutely right there. So uh, so the other thing I have written here, on here is, you know, if you... If, you know, you have to make that decision whether to partake to partake in a temptation or not, and it's different for everybody. I and like I say, Bob and I are very non judgmental. Right. If 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 you're traveling and that can of Pringles wins, you know, the can of Pringles won. You know, uh, you know, fit, uh, start start over. You know. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Now the question is, is whether that 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 day turns into two days, turns into a week, a month, you know. Right. It, you know, and so don't don't let don't let a, a small hiccup or a small you can call it a failure. I and guess. And you learn from that
1: lesson, right? A exactly. person would learn from that lesson <laughs> if if you thought you could overcome it and you can't. Well, then then that goes into I will not do this. Right. I, I'm done with this. I'm done with the Pringles, or I'm done with that. But if if I go out and the guy across from me has a cheese pizza, and I get too tempted, and I say, "I I become overcome, right?" and and I want it, and I'm not using my mind. I'm using my, I guess my 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 smell and my my emotion, my emotional smells and taste buds right. take over, and I, you know, I I eat it. I have to move on from that, but if for the next day. I come home and I go more. Right. I eventually have to, before it becomes a habit, I got to stop. And I got to say, Bob, you're not capable right now for whatever reasons of saying no to that and not doing it just even a little bit. You need to stop. Right. So you got to know yourself and that will help you in, in temptations. Um, don't put yourself in a position where you know that, that, that you're not going to be able to come it. And uh, maybe equating it to, um, it's, it's not the same as quitting smoking or quitting poor excessive use of, say, alcohols and things like that or, or uh, other substances. But um you you, you you got to um as I said, know yourself and and um, some things you, you you know you don't have the willpower to stay away from. Right. So you just go, I'm not I'm not doing that anymore. Well, but the uh, the,
0: the other the other thing too is is you know, why did you succumb to the temptation? Are you just new at this, and you're in that pro- that part of your your journey where you're going to have a lot of failures? Um, I mean, that's okay, that's acceptable. Right. You're learning. Um, is it more of a thing where yes. um, you good had point. you had a failure, or you you gave into temptation uh, because you're missing out, or you're not quite dealing with other things in your your uh, whole food plant based journey? I mean, the diet is just a small part of it. You know, are you getting good sleep? Are you getting the exercise you need? Is there something in your relationship with others that needs attention? Uh, you know, all those things. You need to to you know have some more things with you know, mindfulness or or um, you know with uh, uh, I say church isn't the right word, but you know however you deal with your spiritual aspect. You know, do you, you need to work with that? You know, is there something else right. in your life that's not quite correct? And is the the trouble with Staying on board with with eating healthy foods, is that is that falling off because something else is is out of whack?
1: Good point. Because for me, when I don't eat whole food plant based, when I eat uh, when I eat rarely, do I not that it makes me any better? But I don't have I don't have any challenges with the meat right part. My challenges with the. Uh, Mostly with the cheese, and and very very, smooth, proper, it's a it's a cheese one. That's that's where my issue comes. So it's just physical. It's I I want it because I remember it, and it 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 was the last thing I gave up probably, and it's rare, but I occasionally do, eat it. But it's something that I go. With. Months and months and months and months and don't eat anymore. Right. But there's that other part that doesn't affect me, but I know it affects, I think it affects other people, is the food that they're going back to was their emotional support base. Right. When they had, I call it emotional, uh, personal relationship things that they were dealing with their life, what gave them support, made them feel good for whatever reasons, uh love them back kind of mentality right. was the food. Yeah. So now they've got a challenge in their life and they've been eating whole food plant-based. Maybe a new challenge. Maybe they overcame that old challenge. Right. Or that old problem. But if it's an emotional base, then it becomes a little bit more I would think it becomes more difficult to not have that temptation. What do you do right. when you you, know, you face this emotional thing and it used to be, this is what brought me love. Right. I overcame that I got this new diet and I'm eating it. And now I'm in this unloved feeling bad, which is real. And it happens in our lives. So what does that person do? You know, how do they overcome that temptation yeah. when, um, uh, it's it's a new issue, yeah. and, and, and and the the ice cream solved it for them. They want to go. The ice cream used to fix this. Now I got a new this. Right. And, and but I'm not supposed to eat the ice cream. What do I do? Yeah. yeah. And so some of the solutions are well, there's other things that help, like exercise and meditation right. and. All those other things can do to relieve stress.
0: Yeah, I mean, instead of reaching into the bag of chips, really what you should be doing is reaching out to your phone and calling somebody and and, and establishing a a human connection yes. where one is missing.
1: Yes, yeah. Or we seeing the, uh, yeah, making mental connections and uh, talking to people and working through your problem rather than, than the chips solving it because the problem's going to get solved. The chips are not going to solve the problem. No. The ice cream isn't going to make the problem go <laughs> well away. You know, I have a bad day in the stock market. Yeah, uh, you
0: know, I. Uh, uh, if you so, buy enough potato chips, you might help your stocks. I guess right. Or,
1: or, or <laughs> my favorite football team is it's the fourth quarter and I'm getting nervous and and they're coming down or or the baseball team and it's the eighth inning and and the other team has the you know the home run hitter up and you go. I and I've done this, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, this is coming back, right? I run to the kitchen. This is so stupid, you know, I'm a 64-year-old man and I'm running to the kitchen to find the bag of, of corn chips because my favorite football team, the other team has come back and I literally go and I grab that bag of, of tortilla chips. <laughs> <And I'm>, <laughs> <laughs> you idiot! You just ate a whole half bag of and chips. For some people, that seventeen hundred <laughs> miles away, and the pixels are on the screen, and I don't know them. Yeah. But that's how I deal with it. Right. So um, it it does. It's a stress eating comes about. Yeah. Uh. But but then if that does come out, how you avoid the temptation? to have as much healthy, you know, quote snack food as you get in your family, yeah. in your home.
0: Yeah, no, I, one of the temptations, it's not a temptation um, so much, but I think I mentioned it before, but having those strategies, whenever you know the temptation is there. Um, I, when I work, I work long shifts. We work 12-hour shifts. Yeah. And uh, uh, when I get off of work, I'm tired. Right. And when I'm tired, I know that I'm at a really high chance of um, making bad food decisions when I get home. So um, if, if I know that I'm hungry, yeah. um, I'll stop off at a Taco Bell, which sounds like a horrible idea. Right. But I know at Taco Bell I can get a crunchy taco fresco style. Yeah. Um, I know it's going to be a limited amount of calories. I know it's going to be pretty low in fat. It's probably going to have more salt than I should be eating. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be better than what's going to happen when I get home. Yeah. Because when I get home, I'm going to eat until I either A, the brain says, oh, you feel good again. Or I run out of food, so <laughs> <laughs> both of those are not great situations. Oh, so, no. so you know, having a strategy in place to uh, to avoid a situation that I know is going to be at a high, a high risk of happening by doing something as crazy as going to Taco Bell, you know, might be the correct solution.
1: Right, you and know? and what what I used to do, uh, I used to have the habit um, when I was at work. Of uh, when things really got tight, and and I was working a um, a call type a, uh, a a short response had to get something done. It was not on the table when I came in that morning. Bosses wanted me to get it done, and I had to do it right. And I had a short amount of time to do it. It wasn't lack of planning on anybody's part. Stuff just happens in this world. And we, the office, had to get this done. And Bob had to do a certain part of it. So my brain went into action. And when I get that way, for whatever reasons throughout the years, I like to eat little things. Right. So instead of running and putting money in the vending machine, I would have... Uh, packages of almonds and I had some granola bars and I had little things like that at the office. It didn't take a lot of space. It could fit in a desk drawer and I was able to go get those things and eat those things and help me through that process. So if you know what your triggers are and you plan ahead and you know when you want to eat, then you, then you have things. And whether it's, it's stopping at the Taco Bell or um, the food prep we've talked away about, that can help with the temptations. Because if if you've prepped before and you've thought through, we've talked in in other times about planning ahead, that will keep from, maybe the day goes long. right Maybe you had to, in your job, you got, so the next doc didn't come in, yeah. And 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 he maybe he didn't come in because for whatever reasons he physically it was good reason he didn't make it. He couldn't get there on time. Snowstorm, whatever. You're the man. Well, if you don't have any food <laughs> right. and you got to be there for you know the snowstorm in the winter and Sedan so doesn't come home that night, he yeah. stays in urgent care. He stays at the hospital. And you gotta have food there, yeah. and, and the vending machine's not the answer. You know, the person's candy drawer down the you know hall isn't the answer. You gotta think about this to avoid those temptations. Have stuff on hand that helps you to to deal with them from the prep of the actual food to have stuff to deal with the the mental aspect of it and things that go on with life. Uh, so that you don't have to eat the standard American diet, and you can uh you can deal with it. one of the things i I did it. it worked for me. It was a game that used to play for me. This doesn't play for everybody else, but it works for me. maybe it works for some other people out there, but that's why I wanted to mention it. I call it mental prep um, and for me, what worked was i wanted i told my brain that my mind is more powerful than the smells, the aroma, the food that's in front of my face. Right. And I needed that mental challenge to myself to overcome the temptations when I first started. And as crazy as it seems, like I I was going to win, I told myself, over the Pizza or over the cheeseburger, or and and it and it worked. That doesn't work for everybody, yeah. but at least that's how I dealt. I made it a mental game. I made it like I want to win. Bob's going to win this game, and the cheeseburger is not And right, who are you for me if I win?
0: Yeah, that so. that's kind of interesting from a mindfulness standpoint because it kind of feeds into the you have the smell. And the smell is something that happens right now in this moment. But the urges are either something that happened in the past or that you're thinking about for the future. Right. You know. So is it possible, um, and I, I don't know who would be able to give me this answer, but is it possible to just enjoy the smell for what it is and not really take it that next step to say, Oh yes. You know? <laughs> it, it is.
1: And, and, and it's and maybe I'm just different or there's a lot of people like me. Um, but what I was able to do, and the last office I worked in, the people had a lot of nice food, snacks, and we had like a a food bar right. that people would bring. We had a lot of office parties, and a lot of food would get put out there. And it just would happened to my desk and office area was right across the street the hallway from the kitchen was. So it was a game to me. And they all knew I ate the way I did. I'd go out there, but these were friends and they thought it was funny, but I'd go there. I I could sniff the cookies. Right. (laughs) I could sniff the cheese. And they were like salivating over this stuff. And I'd go, Oh, that smells great. I love it.
0: I just got and, this, weird... and then I would just walk away,
1: and it would freak <laughs> them out. But we'd all laugh about it, and they would sit there, come back, and they had a grand time. They would graze and they would talk, and and, I, and they were they were having fun. They would go out okay. there and they grab a little bit of this, they eat it, you know, and and that was their whole meal for the day. So they had fun. I had fun, but somehow <laughs> I was able to do that. I was able to smell it. The cheese, the, the the little sausages, in the barbecue crackpot. Oh, I love it! And just walk away. Yeah. And you're like, "What's wrong with that?" <laughs> so it was fun.
0: I, I, I uh, man, I just kind of am feeling a a little bit like your coworkers. That's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wrong with I, you? just,
0: I, I just I just got a mental picture. Of you just sniffing all the food in the line and walking off. And man.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, they used, to tick, they used to tick them off, and then uh, they would, it really wouldn't tick them off. It was like they, was a, but they, they understood, and then and they would always, like, what do you got today, Bob? You know what are you bringing in? And we, you know, I'd, I'd tell him, and, and it was always fun to, I'd put some vegetable in my mouth, and people would look at me, and, you know, it's like, he just ate an entire radish. <laughs> wrong with that?
0: I, I used to eat uh, baked potatoes, not raw baked potatoes, yeah. They were baked potatoes, but like no butter, no anything. Yeah. I mean, like holding a potato in your hand and just yes. eating a potato. And I'd be like, what is wrong with you? You're
1: eating a potato. So, yeah. How
0: can you eat that
1: without <laughs> butter? Uh, butter, cheese, bacon, yeah. sour cream, and salt. Oh, that was one of my old favorites. When I'd take the potato skin, after my mom would bake baked potatoes, and then I would eat it, and then I'd put more butter in the end of it, what, when I'd eaten most of the, the fleshy part of potato and I had the skin. So I would put a whole bunch of butter, a whole bunch of sour cream. And if I had some cheese, I'd throw that in and stick it back in the microwave and I'd right. pull that stuff out. And I was killing myself in the process. But, right. you know, it, it was, my arteries were just full of junk after I did that. And I would eat that stuff. But, um, yeah it was like to to eat a potato without any of that stuff that's odd to people but uh a a lot of you dealing with temptations is dealing you know you gotta change your habits you gotta prep and think about it um and like you said, if you do eat something if if you're if you're wanting to eat something overtakes you don't don't go over the cliff with it Right. If you know, be be intellectually honest with yourself and say, you know, I, I can't handle this. Um, you know, one of those that I, it's it's not a, it's it's the coconut milk in the ice cream. Right. And I've heard a lot of people and a lot of doctors say that the coconut milk and what's the other one, palm milk, is a high level of concentrated fat. Right. Or saturated fat. And so right now I'm having to make the decision, you know, how far do I go with this? And, and right now I, I just need a small, small amount. Sometimes only a three little teeny spoon fills. Right. But there have been some times where I'm saying, well, how far are you going to go with this? Right. Because I see it. It says like 15, 16 grams per serving and so many, you know, and I, and and it hasn't gotten to the point where I'm saying, well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go away from the vegan ice cream, right? But um, I've got to be honest with myself and tell myself, no, you're going too far. This isn't probably the healthiest thing I could be eating, right? Yeah. So, right. well, good point. Heck, uh, we're running
0: a little long, so we should probably start wrapping her up here, uh, Bob. I uh, want to thank you for coming out and uh and recording with us today
1: i want to thank you for uh, for all you do uh, as well and as always it's been a pleasure
0: yeah it was a great episode today i, I had a great time recording I, I i love when we get a chance to laugh with each other too so, um for everybody who's out there listening thank you for supporting us uh thank you for all you do and go out there and eat some plants please contact us at www.heartlandrooted.com or on our Facebook page, Plant Pure Nation, Heartland Rooted, Quad Cities. This podcast is not to replace the advice of your medical professional. Your medical professional should be made aware of any dietary changes you are making. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and should not be used to diagnose, treat, or manage any medical condition.